Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. That song's going to be in my head. What song? Amy. Amy, I know you hate me. What's in our little harmony right there? Well, that was unintentional, God, obviously. God, the record label's going to be calling. Oh, gonna, God. We're we don't have time for a record us. deal. I mean, guys, don't they know we're still trying to set up our merch table? Don't manage us. <laughs> you, you become our own manager. You manage yourself. That's like being your own lawyer. It sounds like the worst idea ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, how are you today, I'm Chip? Good. How are you? You know, I'm all right. I've had like a little bit of an up and down week, but honestly, I feel like I'm in a good stride right now. I'm having this weird thing happen where like, and this kind of actually goes in line with the topic, but like the fucks that I have left to give are so little that I just like don't care. Life's too goddamn short. Truly. And I keep hearing that like a woman finds her stride by 40 of just like finding her voice. I think that's starting to happen for me because I'm just like, yeah, like I'm not going to take on your bullshit. I used to personalize everything that people do as like I did something wrong and I just like don't have that in me anymore. I mean, that's so healthy. I think so. Yeah. I mean, especially for a codependent person like me. (laughs) Well, look, I'm really guilty of it too because I don't know that I'm codependent because to be honest, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> uh, you've done more therapy than me, Yeah. but I want everybody to like me. So if, when I feel right. like someone's mad at me, I internalize it and blame myself. Yeah. And so I try to avoid that as much as possible. And the truth is that most of the time when people are mad about something, I mean, that's not always true. There can be valid reasons to be mad about stuff. But like a lot of times people are just projecting what's happening in now. A hundred percent. And I'm starting to realize that I have had that experience the last two years and it's slowly but surely kind of like, yeah, the fuck's left. Let it go. go. This is like the music episode (laughs) by two (laughs) non-musicians. Um, well, as there, is there anything that you feel like you should tell us or any life updates that have happened to you since you shit your pants? Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, look, I, other than like, I appreciate that, like people's reaction to it. Like I'm actually not embarrassed. People are so funny every, about it. It seems like everyone has shit their pants. I think that's probably right. Yeah. It's like, look, there's probably a handful of people who haven't, but right. 
most people are liars if they say they haven't. Right. I mean, you've at least like had a little shard. Yeah. Like none of us are running around trying to shit our pants. <laughs> Who would do that? That would be people. some, there you would need some the major world. therapy if that was like your yeah. intention for the day. Like, do you think that's a fetish for I anyone? I was just thinking that. I bet you there is well, a there thing. Is, there is like scat, which is like poo sex. What? It's called scat. I don't even want to go into it. Uh, I actually think I do know about that. Or isn't there that thing where it's like that a girl like shits on you or something? Yeah. There's also what a way to start the also, podcast. <laughs> hey, happy Friday, guys. I, I, I don't know <laughs> if this is truly like a sexual fantasy kind of thing, but I've also mm-hmm. seen like, cause I see, I think it's more of like joke memes that I've been sent that are disgusting. Okay. Where like someone's laying under a glass table and someone above is standing no, on it. No, that's and shits a thing. There's something where like a girl shits in a cup or something. Well, there's two girls, one cup. That was that What's like that? disgusting video where two girls shit in a cup and then they ate it. Uh, oh, I don't. My God. I don't advise anybody watching it. I never could watch it. But there are a lot of videos of people making their grandparents watch it. That like oh, their reaction yeah. videos are really kind of funny. That's disgusting. Yeah. But that's not a sexual thing. Hmm. I don't really remember the details of the video because I didn't see it, but I think that like they're like eating it and making out. But I also don't know that it's actually verified. I can't even process yeah. that. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there into somehow tying well, poop into oof. sex. That is not me nope. personally. I would never do that intentionally. You know what right. I mean? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, enough talk about okay. poop. Um, so, but I do appreciate that people like it was well received. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, you were just telling me a story about your big, like, because obviously the shitting your pants started with a keto shake. Yes. And you were just telling me a story about your big temptation right now. And I think a lot of people can probably identify with this. Well, it's fucking Girl Scout cookie season. I mean, your voice just dropped an octave. I tried to sound like a radio announcer. Here's a little known <laughs> fact. Okay. And I don't even know where I got this fact, so it might be a lie. But so I, it's I feel like I read fact. somewhere that the Thin Mint mm-hmm. is the third best-selling cookie in America, and it's mm. only available for a limited time. Mm. Like, it's behind Oreos and Chips Ahoy. Wow, really? So when you think thin about the volume of Thin Mints that the mm. Girl Scouts are hawking, uh-huh. it's astronomical. And yeah. I got to say, like, there's other Girl Scout cookies that I like, but the Thin Mint, I think, is just the classic. Really? Like, oh, I'm a God, Samoa's girl myself. I like Samoa's. I like the Tagalongs, too, the one with the peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, me, too. Actually, but that's Samoa's the one I like. Tagalongs, you get, like, 12 in a box. Right. They kind of jip you. Thin Mints, you get two sleeves. I Okay, so maybe I like the Tagalongs. Is that the one with, like, the coconut? No, that's Samoa's. Okay. I did not I like when they called, changed. Like, the coconut delight or yeah, something. like why do they keep changing the names? Like I need to know like a Thin Mint has been a fucking Thin Mint forever. Right, why? Right. I mean, that's probably why it's the number one seller. Yeah. So I ordered some Thin Mints. Okay. And um, I knew I did it even after I was had committed to doing keto. But mm. I thought, you know what? We all get to cheat in every now and then. And Thin Mint a day keeps the doctor away, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, you know what? I should look to see how many grams of uh, carbs there are, and then like maybe go. I could have one or maybe two a day. Still stay within my um, my carb balance, but mm-hmm. so um, but I also have a coworker who is legitimately addicted to Thin Mints, and when my friend texted me and said that his daughter was selling them, I was like, "Give me some," and I've got your best customer. I'm gonna let her know, and then mm-hmm. we'll connect you all. So he texted me yesterday and said the cookies are in, and we arranged to meet this morning for breakfast, and he brought my cookies. Well, mine came in a bag, you know, a shopping bag that he was reusing. Mm-hmm. Hers came in a box. How many did she, she get? Bought, 
10 boxes and there's 12 in a case. She's getting prepared. Yeah. So she's, I texted her last night and I was like, are you around? Cause the cookies arrived. And she was like, I'm on my way to Asheville. I literally never leave my house. And some, for some reason I decided to go to Asheville this weekend. So um, I'm foaming in the mouth. I cannot <laughs> believe I'm not going to be there. So I sent her a picture of them. Like I have them safely stashed in my cupboard. Like, mm-hmm. and like I, won't be I mean, they're in a legit, like thin mint shipping box. Yeah, so I'm acting very casual about mm-hmm. the thinness that are now in my freezer. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. If I can make it through today without opening the box, that's a really good sign. There you go. Yeah. It's like a goal. My goal is to not open them today. Okay. Yeah. Well, I actually love that you just tied in at casual because that segues perfectly into my, what I was going to talk about for my topic of the week. Um, I had a branding conversation yesterday with uh, Bobby Bones, who's the head of my network for a national podcast network. And our producer and just it was like the team that works on my podcast and I was like you know it's just like I just feel like I'm not fully connecting the Wednesday podcast to the Friday podcast and like my personality is both sides like I feel very much like I'm this like deep thinker emotionally driven um, I love working about like talking about like healing and trauma that we've experienced and how we can get past that and people's stories and just diving deep into like real stuff that's like one of my biggest passions. And then I also like to sit here with you and drink and talk about stupid shit. And like food. Laugh. <laughs> about like shitting your hands. And things like, you know, sex and dating that are just funny. And it's like, I just, maybe they're uncomfortable for some people to talk about. But like for us, and for me specifically, like I love to talk about the things that make other people uncomfortable. Right. Well, I mean, I think part of the goal of that is to try to normalize some of this conversation. Yeah, exactly. And it does. Right. It's like, that's the feedback we keep getting. And so anyway. We started talking about that, and you know, Bobby was like, well, what is your goal with Velvet's Edge? And I was like, genuinely, I just want to build this community where we can talk about whatever it is, and we can talk about the soft side of things, like the velvet side of things, and we can also talk about the edgy side of things, like people who like to have sex and with poop or whatever, right. <laughs> even if we don't agree with that. But like, you know, it's just all of it, and he's like, you already have it branded then, Kelly, you just got to rename it. And I was like, what? And he's like... Wednesday is the velvet and Friday is the edge. I and I was love like, that. It's so simple. I mean, it's like so smacks to you in the face. I was so mad that he came up with right, it, not me. Right. I was like, what? I've been saying this for like years and I, why did I never think of that? This is what I should be like. Oh, I said that a few weeks ago. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You should be like, uh, Kelly, you must have just not Yeah, me. you were definitely drinking. Uh, <laughs> which would be so <laughs> um, But anyway, so we are going to start kind of moving in that direction on this podcast. We're not going to abandon that casual. How could we? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we always have to remember that casual. Yeah, and like, I think the edgy side of things is trying to figure out how to act casual in these really bizarre situations or these really hard situations and funny topics and stuff like that. But it might, we, we are working towards kind of renaming some of the things and labeling them because all of the new users coming in are like, what's that casual? How does this tie in? Like, right. that's the feedback I get from people and they're just kind of confused. And so I really want to make it clear for people and easy to understand so that you keep showing up, that we keep growing this community, and that's my spiel. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's like you kind it's you have to sort of act casual and lean into I the do. feedback and 
if you want to grow and change and do all the things that you need to do to keep this community growing and thriving, yeah. it's like you have to be open to well, it. Well, the thing was, is the reason he even called the meeting is because it is growing and thriving. He's seeing that. And so he's like, this is working and we need to just push further because like, I want you to keep going to the next level. And of course I do too. And so, and that's been where I have been personally in my own life is like, I feel like the last couple years I've really had to tap back into like who am I what is my goal and like what is my purpose here and you know there's been a lot of really hard stuff I think all of us have gone through that's opened up some deeper thinking stuff but then I'm also like yeah but I've also really opened up into like this fun side of me and like don't fucking box me in you know I want to be serious sometimes but I also want to be fun and funny and like laugh and um yeah, I think you can do both. And so I think that is something like people try to get labeled into one thing and I'm not one thing. Right. So I just can't ever live that way. Right. And so yeah. that's where Velvet's Edge has always really worked for me as a brand um, with my personality. And I need to just name it that a little bit more. Totally. And look, the beauty in the platform, you know, the fact that this is a podcast and it's not just a radio show, the fact that like that exists for us to oh. go to the edge. Oh. I wonder if my card is full because it's not recording. Ugh. I mean, we have it. It's not going to be loud enough. Well, this is not casual moment. I know. Right I here on camera, guys. <laughs> look who fucked up. Look who shit, <laughs> look who shit the bed. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel, now I'm hot. I'm like, oh, get this shit off of me. Oh, my God. I can't use that clip. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. 
From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, so in speaking of tying to the velvet to the edge, which is what we were just discussing, um, I did a podcast earlier this week. It's on the velvet side of things with this wonderful musician, Kaylee Shore. I'm super obsessed with her. She's an up-and-coming girl. And she's awesome. She's a badass. She has some edge to her, too. I mean, <laughs> let's just say she is both the velvet and the edge. But she... Um, she was telling me a story about her new song that's out now. The reason they even released this song, it's called Amy. It went viral on TikTok like immediately because the topic is, and it's true for Kaylee's life, one of her best friends started dating or hooking up with her boyfriend of six, six, six years. years, like a couple weeks after they broke up. So we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, why do you think this like hits about it? She goes, unfortunately, I think it's because so many people could identify and they've gone through a similar experience. And it's just crazy. We should actually let's just play a clip from the song so people can kind of get the vibe because it's pretty like edgy. Like, yeah, what did you describe it as earlier? I said it's I and mean, this is could go over a lot of people's heads, but it's like 90s all sort of grunge rock. Yeah, and it reminds me of like Juliana Hatfield and Liz Fair and those oh, totally. kind of like really edgy. Like, yes balls to the wall women that like I'll, spoke the truth i just love that she just fucking calls it out it's alanis it's got some of that like first oh, Atlantis yeah. record oh yeah. yeah here it is that's gonna be my head all fucking night <laughs> love how to the point she is we watch it's it. so specific that's what i think really makes it work yeah because she paints the perfect picture you can walk through the trauma with her mm-hmm. and there's no like dancing around the 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 subject like yeah she is like goes right for the jugular she totally does she calls the girl out i mean we watched the tiktok version of the video that she released or whatever and she get because what happened is, is amy is also a musician and Kaylee said she knew she had this like weird gut feeling, you know, like something is weird. Something is up. And um, she just didn't trust her gut. And that was part of the huge discussion that we had on the podcast was like, especially if you're an intuitive person, you just got to figure out how to trust that intuition versus your anxiety, you know, which is a very difficult balance. Like I really struggle with that myself. But so she was like, my intuition knew that something was up and like Amy was kind of avoiding me. But again, this girl is like borrowing my clothes, borrowing my guitar, bar you just like she was like, and then I guess she just borrowed my ex. I don't know. But wow. but then so some time went by. I think Kaylee and her ex kind of hooked up a couple more times as you do after a breakup sometimes. And she said something was just off and she just felt it. And sure enough, she got the validation way later that like Amy had released a whole album about this guy using his name. And so I think she was just like on the TikTok, she said something like, well, since we're using names, this song's called Amy. <laughs> this one's Amy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I was going to ask you because that's a part of the story I didn't know was like mm-hmm. how much time had passed between 
the breakup and Amy's album and now this song. Okay, so what she said in the podcast, and you guys should go check out this podcast just because she's so awesome anyway. She's gone through so many things. We talked about her sister overdosing on heroin and how she got to the other side of that. It's it's, it's truly an incredible story. This was just one of the pieces. But um, she, they broke up. Kaylee and the boy broke up. A couple weeks went by, I guess, before he started hooking up with Amy. And he was also simultaneously still hooking up with Kaylee. Like, this guy, too, sounds like he was such a douche. Like, he got abusive with Kaylee. He was, like, cheating on her. Just not a good dude. So, like, it's in, like, Amy knew all that. Like, it wasn't like Amy was like, oh, this guy's such a catch. Like, she's like, of all guys, you know? Um, So some time goes by. And then she met up with the ex. And just like she said, they were going to have like a closure meeting, which is also just such bullshit. (sighs) And um, she just said to him, I know about Amy. And she just like knew. She said she knew. She she actually didn't, but her gut was telling her that she knew. So I'm not sure she had the like exact validation. But so then... He, he was like, how do you know? So then he basically told right, her. Right, <laughs> right. She's like, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, and bitch. so the whole thing was just like, and so then it was like, I think a year went by before Amy put that album out. But then that gave Kaylee, because she said she held on to the story. She had written some stuff about it, but it was all just so emotionally charged and like angry. And she was like, I just didn't want to throw her under the bus, especially if I didn't have this like, full-blown reasoning she's like I mean we were broken up like it's not really girl code but I don't know I just felt like hateful but then Amy wrote a whole album about this guy and she was just like seriously like there's a lyric in the song that's like I had six years you had six nights exactly so I mean assuming from how like pointed all the other lyrics are like I'm hoping that is an exact fact too because if it is it really just shows the level of the betrayal, you know, right. I uh, look, I, I, one of my best friends is now married and has two kids with one of her really good friend, ex, really good friends, ex-boyfriends. Oh yeah. You told me that. And, um, and you know, obviously when you're in the heat of that moment and that's going down, like it feels like a betrayal, but, and I can remember like her talking about it and her being like, okay, so if one of your best friends sees amazing qualities in a guy, why wouldn't you think that maybe I might see them? And which I totally get. And obviously I was siding with my friend because I was closer with her anyway. But like her justification is, is like, it's not that far fetched that I might see some of those same qualities in him that you saw. And then look at the, obviously the payout payoff was different because they're married and they have two kids. And it was like, you know, fuck that old friend. Like you don't need that anymore. But like in this case, are you willing to throw away your friendship for six nights of fucking? Well, I think that's that's worth it. I think that's the big question. And we called it girl code, but I actually wonder if this is more like friend code in general. Like I just, so there's a couple things like what you said. So I think there's a way to go about it, right? Like if you set, like you say, see some really amazing qualities in a person and they maybe work more compatibly with your personality than another person, then okay. Like, but why wouldn't you go talk to your friend first? That's where it gets shady to me. Like if you could, if you could go sit your friend out and be like, Hey, look, I think it's also a time thing. Like maybe you let some time go by. Maybe it's like, cause this was clearly just like a rebound hookup. Right. Yes. And look, sometimes, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. Sometimes it just happens. 
Yeah. But you can still th- then go have the conversation and be like, this is a really hard thing for me to say, but this happened last night. Right. You know, which is tough, but it is, it's a question you have to ask yourself is how valuable is the friendship right? to you? Because like, if it's a valuable friendship, maybe it's just not worth it. Like there's a bunch of fish in the sea. I mean, I guess there's not really that many great guys, but like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> um, but it's like, it just seems like there's so many other people. Like, is this guy really the only oh, guy right. you can go date or hook up with? I will say in my friend's uh, instance, she did man up and go tell her friend, which, you know, that's when the whole thing imploded. You know, so their well, friendship how did the imploded. friend take it? D- terribly. Yeah. Terribly. And yeah. I mean, they, she hates my friend. Yeah. They just could never. Yeah. And they were really be, close. They were really good friends. It would be a tough friends. pill to swallow. I'm not going to totally. lie. Yeah. Especially if you'd been with someone for six years and especially if the breakup was really bad and he treated you poorly. Well, that wasn't the case in this situation. Oh. Like, this was like she broke up with him and kicked her out kicked him out of the house and said we're over see that to me opens it up for a, like a Anybody. different situation yeah. it's like especially if she ended the relationship it's like your friend said i mean maybe i'm seeing these qualities that really work well with mine and um i think if you were an evolved i would hope if you were an evolved person that you could be like okay go for it you know or whatever but i could see where you would need to take some space too because like i wouldn't be able to totally. be around that friend being like you're dating my ex? Are you kidding? Especially right. if like, I just keep going back to if it ended really bad, I think that would be really hard. Yeah. Um, well, you also said like maybe it's friend code. I think that, um, and this is obviously a blanket statement, but I think the reason why you probably were thinking girl code is like you kind of expect a dude to do that shitty stuff like that. Like, unfortunately, yeah. You know, like and sometimes. it's you almost like kind of think like a dude would high five his friend for like banging his ex girlfriend. Like, ew. I don't know. Like, guys are gross. And Douchey it's just, guys. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it would depend again on how the relationship ended. 100%. Like, if he ended it, he might be like, I don't care. Right. Um, that happened. My ex, I remember him telling me a story once about a dude kind of doing that like being like hey do you care like I'm with this girl right now and I'm gonna maybe try to take her home but like they had dated like six months and my ex was like no <laughs> honestly good my, luck with yeah, that my boyfriend now um he he one of his best friends in college or I guess grad school came approached him about a girl he had dated for like five years and was like hey I'm really interested in x and um, he was like, like, in what capacity? <laughs> he was like, he was like, because if you're going after her just to like hook up, like go after someone else. But like, if you really are interested and whatever. And now those two are married with kids. And Amazing. like, yeah, my boyfriend still like talks to them. And that's like literally well, well, that's, one of his that's best how friends. a f- a friend, a respectful friend mm-hmm. goes about it. But I would assume but the thing is, is sometimes time. it just happens too. like, yeah. Because I don't want to take anything away from my friend and like the route that she. Yeah. Because I think it did like I think it caught her off guard. And then looking back, she was like, I mean, we were really good friends and I was mm-hmm. like helping him in a time of need and we just got closer and then things evolved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just trying to put myself in that situation. The other thing I would think about being the new person coming in is how do you not think about them with the ex? 
Like I imagine over time that gets easier, but like at the beginning, especially if it's your friend, you're like, oh, were they in this bed? Like yeah. we, I just like could, oh, give me just give me cringe. Like, ugh. well, the good news is like there were there was like a West Coast East Coast thing. Like he was living in LA uh-huh. and got sent back to New York, so yeah. they never. It was never the same bed. So yeah. So do you buy into friend code or do you think that's kind of silly? Um, no, I think it exists for a reason. And, you know, look, I, for, for me, I live away from my family. So my friends are mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're my chosen family. And I, it's the last thing I, I, I would rather die than like hurt a friend. Yeah. Then again, I've never really been in a situation where like I have feelings for somebody that used to date a friend of mine. Me either. You know, so I... I want to actually go on the record and say, I've never had feelings for a friend's man, husband, anything. (laughs) I dropped that mic. (laughs) That's amazing. Just had to go ahead and put that one out there. You know, every now and again, I still have to like stick it to (laughs) somebody. Speaking of girl code. (laughs) Um, So... I was reading, I found, I found some articles cause I was like, what actually is girl code? And this is a definition I found on this thing called gen 20, which made me feel really fucking old when oh, I was like, oh, this is the website I'm going to get like, a topic from. But it said girl code is the unwritten and often unspoken set of rules ethics that exist between a girl and her best friends. Simply stated girl codes are the commandments that outline the do's and don'ts of a good friendship. Whether the rules are implicit or explicit, they are generally what can make or break a friendship. So under this, they have like a list of the do's, you know, like do support your friend's hobby, hobbies and passions. Don't deliberately try to outshine your friends. Do support your friend's dating lives, but don't let them date someone who treats her poorly. Do confide in your friends for any problems. Don't go blab those problems to other friends. This is the one. Where is it? It says... Course, I can't find it when I need it. <laughs> Gosh, we are so professional here. I was gonna say on at casual, but on the edge. <laughs> on the edge. Anyway, it was it's it's literally the one that says, do not hook up with your friends. Oh, here we go. Do comfort your friend when she goes through a bad breakup or relationship. Don't date, hook up, become best friends with the jerk who broke her heart. Right. Instead, find someone else. There are plenty of fish in the sea. Why go for someone who has proved to be the king of jerk-offs and who hurt your friend? So that's what's interesting about Kaylee's story. It's like this girl, Amy, goes and writes this whole album about this dude, right? And she's like, what did you think he was going to do to you? Like, he literally was abusive. He was like an asshole. He cheated on me. Why would that be the guy that you're like, oh, this is a good idea? Right. (laughs) That just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. I think there's a line in her song where she says like, um, he like something about the guy was trying to get over me while you were under Under him. him. Slam. Oh my God. It's so good. (laughs) There's also a line about saying that, you know, I'm going to butcher it like for the rhyme, but it's, she says something about like, I hear you th- said the sex was good while well, he learned it from me. Yeah, and it's like, like such a it. great sweet kill. It's so good. People don't know what a sweet kill is. That's a term we use. Really? I mean, no, do you want to explain it? A sweet kill? Yeah. Why People don't, you... don't know that term. I don't know. I mean, that was su- TM'd I... by Dirks's band. So Really? I feel yeah. like, oh, that's funny. It's Well, a sweet kill is like when you like basically slap someone in a nice way. It's Right. 
You know, I don't really know. It's. I feel like if you hear the term sweet kill. You know. Yeah, right? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I just assumed it was a popular thing. I guess we need to ask the people. I mean, can we, is it on um, Urban Dictionary? If it's on Urban Dictionary, they have some problems because they TM'd it, but I don't know. Is it one word or two words? I always do it as one word. Sweet kill. Huh. It was also a movie. Oh, wow. They've got some big issues. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk to their trademark people. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Sweet Kill. Yeah. I mean, it was a movie in 1972, Uh 73. Uh So I don't know who's TMing it. They got a TM. Maybe the TM's a joke. You never know what this guy's. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah, it's when you say something in a semi nice manner, but it's actually like an insult. (laughs) Well, it's like, bless your heart is a Uh Sweet Kill. Yeah. I actually don't know if Kaylee's song is. A sweet kill or a straight kill? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Like, uh, anyway, she does not mince any words. No, 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 and it's very well played. That's all I have to say. Um, okay, you guys go check out the song, Amy. Actually, go listen to the podcast with Kaylee Shore. She was awesome, and I loved having her on. Um, she's also on the Nashville Podcast Network. She also has a podcast called Too Much to Say that's really interesting and funny. So, go check her out. Are you ready for some listener messages, Chip? Yes. A lot of them had to do with you shitting your pants. Oh, great. Shocker. Are any of them from like a, um, you know, like a Depends or anything, like saying they want to sponsor always, us? I love the hustle. <laughs> always out for a sponsorship, no matter who it is. It's like Depends. He's like, is there a maxi pad? I'll wear a fucking support. adult diaper if you pay me. <laughs> oh, my God. Who are you, Lisa Rinna? <laughs> like, <laughs> she does like anything and everything. Anything and everything. <laughs> I mean, I really do respect the hustle, but I'm not going to probably take a sponsorship from Depends. I think that's like calling it too soon. I mean, I is there know. anything more acting casual than like wearing an adult diaper? In your 40s? <laughs> no. That's actually depressing. That's not, and that's not edgy yeah, we're not at going all, there. by the way. That's we're like, not going there. What's the opposite of edge? Wearing Depends in yeah. your 40s. <laughs> Okay, so let's try to stay on brand here, okay, Chip? We just I mean, there branded is no this. There's no so. if I'm like slipping out of my diaper. <laughs> You're right. Let me just go slip into something more comfortable and out of this diaper. Out of this diaper. <laughs> God. So this comes from Jenny Ray, and she says, "My husband shit his pants at work. Fortunately, I wasn't too far away and could take him clean clothes. It was like an undercover ops getting him the clothes." <laughs> He would text me if someone walked in and left the bathroom. I had to toss in the clean clothes in a grocery bag while he was in the stall. Of course, he was in the furthest stall. So I ran out of his office building and so no one would see me. I mean, it's pretty funny. There's like an undercover ops to bring him new clothes because he shit his pants. She had to like sneak him into the men's room. Yeah, like what's the message the husband sends to the wife? Hey, babe. (laughs) I'm hiding in the stall on the third floor. Hiding in the stall, you're at home. Can you get some clothes, put them in in like an inconspicuous bag and bring them to me? Put on a mustache and a nose glasses and sneak (laughs) into the men's room. Yeah. Well, I mean, good thing he had a cell phone in the bathroom with him. Right. What if he hadn't have to waddle out? Oh, my God. He'd be like, he'd be doing that trick that girls have to do when they start their period in public where you have to take paper towels and like, or toilet paper and like stuff them in your underwear so you don't bleed all over yourself. (laughs) It's fucking disgusting. Ew. I love a good homemade pad. Tim, that. You wouldn't need that if you had to depend on. <laughs> oh, exactly. Depend just really does cover <laughs> so many bases. Keeps you safe. <laughs> you just never know. Okay, this is from Christina. She said, yup, never trust a fart. I thank God I was in the bathroom at my own home, standing over a rug or mat, and wearing athletic shorts without the built-in underwear. Such a proud moment. 
Wow. Ooh, I hope it didn't stain that rug or. Huh? Did she say rug or she, carpet? She said rug or mat slash mat. mat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess okay. it's a bath mat. You can just yeah, wash those wash things. That, yeah. yeah. Nicole says, real life, never trust a fart. Happened this this week to yours truly. I'm working from home though, but still, fuck my life. I feel so seen right now, you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, what a community you've oh started. <laughs> Shout out to Chip and the VE podcast for keeping it real and actually acting casual whilst literally shitting your pants. <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. I, I, I mean, this is how I'm going to be remembered. 100%. Yep. This is your legacy. This is my legacy. <laughs> this is from Warren. Tara, I'm sorry. Hey, Kelly, I was listening to the podcast about Chip shitting his pants today and was laughing out loud. Haven't we as adults all been there? I was driving in my car at that moment, laughing along and sweating simultaneously, hoping I made it home to poop in the toilet instead of joining <laughs> Chip and having to recount the story. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I told you anyway. <laughs> uh, Our so- bodies are so fucking weird. What do you mean? They're also amazing. They're amazing, but it's like it they like I love that every now and then they need to show up and be like, You ain't in control. You're not in control. <laughs> you, you don't control me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha bitch. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha bitch. Gotcha bitch. That's literally your asshole talking to yeah. you. <laughs> gotcha bitch. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna have that that in my head. <laughs> every time I have to go to the bathroom. Um, okay, so remember last week we read that message from Billy and it was this whole thing about that there was all the pieces of that yes. you know, that layered relationship. Like her fiance, we thought I mean we think he's her fiance, has a baby mama and an ex wife. Right. He has two children with the ex wife, the baby mama has one, and the baby mama is not okay with him with new people. Right. And she moved away. And too. moved away, kind of threatens his relationship with the kid. So he was like kind of not telling her or whatever. Well, so Billy wrote back the the lady that is initially sent us the email because she didn't put a date in the email about when they got engaged. And so remember we talked about that. We were like, it just kind of depends. And like, maybe he's just trying to find the right time. And like she had said December. So I thought, Oh, I mean, I don't know. maybe yeah. he's like trying to figure it out. Well, she wrote me back and said, Hey Kelly, I was your email last week. I just wanted to clarify that we got engaged in 2019 and I'm still waiting on him to tell her. I wish I believed it was about his son as I'm as much as I think it's about her feelings. 2019. I mean, shit. I would be like, Bye. You have until Monday to tell her, mm-hmm. or I'm going to. Well, or I it depends would, on how much she wants to marry him. I, the, well, the, that's my point is, is I don't know that it's Billy's place to go tell this baby mama, but I would have some big hangups on that relationship, big time. Well, like, I think she's setting a bad precedent by not for pushing the issue. Like, no, 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 I think if she, she plans on marrying him. She needs to force this issue. My point is, is I don't know that it's her place to go tell the baby mama, but it is her place to be like, either you tell her or this relationship is over kind right. of thing. Like, I, I don't feel like an ultimatum, especially this is over a year later. Yeah, but you might as well, like, I if I were in her shoes and I really wanted to marry him, mm-hmm. I would say I would give the ultimatum and be like, well, we'll find out how she's going to react because I'm going to tell her on Monday if you don't. And yeah. it will either go well or sh- they won't get married. And it's the same outcome, you know? True. I will tell you this. When I had a hunch that my uh, ex-fiance was cheating on me, I, I knew it in my gut. Like, I finally got to the place. 
And I literally, I went like, you know, you just like have something in your gut and someone is gaslighting you and lying to you. And you're like, you just fucking know though, but you don't have the proof necessarily. I got to this place where I was like, if you, there was one night where I just like knew and I couldn't sleep. And I remember going into the room that he was in and saying to him at 6 a.m., I am calling, like I knew one of the girls in my head for some reason, like I had this like such a strong gut feeling. I was like, if you don't tell me something, I'm calling this person at 6 a.m. And at 5.55, he walked into the room that I was, because I was not sleeping in the same room as that fucking asshole. <laughs> he walked in the room I was in and said, okay, I cheated on you once. I found out later it was like, seven times yeah but, once. yeah but like nice lie there buddy because that's what yeah, everyone says right at but, least say twice it sounds like you're actually telling the truth I know. well he would do it on the road so right. yeah but like i just knew it was like it was the most sad and also validating it was like both emotions to me because i was right. like i knew i wasn't crazy and i felt so fucking crazy but then it was like it's really sad obviously but like my point is is that does work what you're saying is well, to be like i also think too like if Billy, like, if there's any part of this equation where Bill, it's not about feelings yeah. and it's about, f he's just scared of losing his kid, then as a unified front, Billy can be like, and bitch, if you think this information is going to give you any ammo to take that child away, you got two people coming for you. Like, that ain't Ooh, happening. Snap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. be on his side a little bit. But I, I think guess. you have like there's there's only one way to get to the bottom of it is something to create sitting, an ultimatum. Something isn't sitting right with me that he's waited over a year. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, he's either lying or the biggest pussy I've ever heard about. Literally, right? So, do you want to marry that? I don't know. Like, because <laughs> if you really love kid. your kid and like you're so conflicted, but I think if also, Billy's like, I'm in this fight with you. Fuck this bitch. She's not taking your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Maybe he'll man up and be like, you know what? We can win this fight. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think it's like hard because if it was December of 2020, I would be like, OK, he's still just trying to figure it out. And like, I know this is the deal with a lot of dudes. If they don't have the tools to do something like they don't know how to say it or do it, they just shut down. And so we think we said that a little bit of that last week was just kind of like. You know, ugh, guys get overwhelmed and then they're just like, oh, I just don't want to deal. I just don't want to deal. I just don't want to deal. But this has been over a year. And so in that time, he could have done a lot of things, gone to talk to a therapist, gone to talk to a fucking lawyer, gone to talk to like, there's a lot of options if it really is as cut and dry as this is about the kid. Right. So that's what Billy is saying. Like, I really want to think that, but like, I just, it's not adding up. And I can't say that I don't side with her on right. that. Yeah. I don't know. I just know the that reason why I'm. I, I think we're both siding with her. Mm -hmm. If she stayed in it this long, she wants it to work. I think you're right. So yeah. I'm trying to give her advice to make it work. Where I think you're also you're kind of being like, he got the goat. Well, the reason I feel like this is maybe a bigger like because marriage is a big deal, yeah. obviously. And I look at this fact and like if he's not being truthful or there's something shady. Like something isn't adding up in my gut about right. it. And so I'm kind of like, do you really want to walk into a marriage with a person that you might not, that's not really trustworthy at like it, right. for, at whatever capacity. Like, I don't know what's happening and maybe it is. He's just like overwhelmed and doesn't know how to handle it. But like, that's not going to be the only time in life that that happens. Like life is fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a really good point. Like you cannot, like you could walk out and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Yeah. 
resolve shit. Like, why is it taking this long to resolve it? Right. You you need you need a man that like snaps into action. Yeah, or just that like if he doesn't know how to do something, can communicate that and then maybe go find tools. A plan of action. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know how to do a lot of shit, so then I go ask for help. Right. And that's hard to do for a lot of people, but I think like once you get into adulthood, you're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> how do I get help and how do I you know, navigate this relationship or this dynamic or this conversation. And that's just life. And that's like also a key to a healthy relationship. I think like that's, those are big things that I look into in people in my adult relationships, not even just romantic now friendships too. Cause I've been burned there too. Right. And you just start to be like, wait, if you can't do this or you react this way, like how does that manifest in other aspects of our relationship? And it always ends up being true. Like, Unfortunately. So anyway, I somebody shows you who they are. Believe them the first time. People say that all the time. All the time. It's It's so true. It's true. We're, I mean, look, I'm, I'm gullible and too trusting and I've caught myself like not listening to that advice too Mm -hmm. many times. Mm -hmm. And it's, you got, it's, there are good people out there that you're so much better spending your time with, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a friendship a relationship, whatever. Trust that gut. But it is hard when it's emotionally, like when you're emotionally connected yeah, you're, and you're in love. That's, yeah, you've told your family you're engaged. There's like, there's, Been a, there. there's, <laughs> there's a lot to unravel with something like that. Absolutely. So yeah. Billy, well wishes to you, sending you all the love and light in this decision. And let us know what happens. Yes, Because I don't want this just to. We I got your back, girl. Yeah. Do we need to go take someone out? Because we're not, a, we're not, this is the edge, okay? Yeah, like, this is the edge. We got I'll go shit fire. on him. <laughs> We won't wear our Depends one day, and we will literally take this guy out with shit. There we go. Or we can mail him our Depends. Yeah, we got you, boo. Yeah, we got it. Anyway, you guys, please keep the messages coming. I love them so much. Uh, You can message us or email us at casual. Ooh. Oh, no. A slow burn. Are we going to have to change that? Probably the edge at velvetsedge.com. I guess so. But for now, it's at casual at velvetsedge.com. This is going to be a slow process. Right. It's a slow unraveling, a slow renaming, (laughs) a slow re... Rebranding. It's not rebranding, though. It's a renaming. Yeah. It's a slowing, slow come to Jesus Transition. We're transitioning. We're transitioning. (laughs) Chip's going to start wearing the pins. I mean, there's a lot of things happening on the edge here. I'm transitioning to an old person, clearly. Anyway, for the meantime, email us at casual at velvetsedge.com. I'll keep you guys updated on that email name as it changes. Well, we can always forward it too. True. Yeah. True. Um, you can always just message us on Instagram too. At Velvet's Edge is mine and Chip is. At Chip Dorsch. And what's our new tagline going to be? How am I going to? I mean, you know what is funny? I really always struggled with and always remember. At, at casual. casual. Oh my, well, maybe we should crowdsource that. What do you guys think our new tagline should be? Like, how should we end it? Well, how about like when you find the edge, act casual. Wait, what? When you're on the edge, when you find the edge, (laughs) remember, act casual. Something like that. When you hit the edge, act casual. casual. You guys help us out. (laughs) (laughs) I love processing out loud to our people (laughs) because you know that they're listening to us like these idiots. Go put on your fucking depends and call it a day, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're living on the edge, you should always remember. Act casual. Such a pathetic attempt. Okay, we gotta go. All right, bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.